podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots podcast and YouTube channel. And we are finally back with another episode of Canny Chatter. I've completely lost count what number we're on. I think it might be 14, but I don't know. And at this Around point, there. we're back. That's all that really matters. Uh, I'm Scott. I am your host for this one. And it's just the three of us this week. I am joined by Ian and Harry. Ian, mate, how are you? How have you been? It seems like a long time since we've it's... done this. It's been a while, hasn't it? I think it's been about well over a month. Um, but yeah, you'd think I have, would have a lot going on in my life for this little icebreaker, but um, not a lot has happened, if I'm honest. Didn't get tickets to either of the ballots in the Champions League, so there was a, a slight rage there. Um, had massive issues with my Wi-Fi, as you all know uh, from last Friday, but fingers crossed, the new setup, which obviously people can't kind of see because it's audio, but can hear it is a lot better. Um, but yeah, other than that, really, really good. Nice. And Harry, mate, I think since the last time we did a kind of chatter, you've been to Milan and back. I'm, no, I'm, I, I'm sure we covered it. I'm sure we've... Have I not covered it? No, no. You, did, you did, did your little vlog thing, but we haven't... We have not spoken. since... I mean, we might have spoke, like, off... Unofficially, off the record, shall we say, unofficially? But uh, oh, it's when I got. Oh, yeah. it was the night I got the ticket, wasn't it? It's the night I got me. Uh, yeah, uh, not the ticket, but the night I sorted all my travel. Yeah, um, that did go on. I felt like I've talked about it a lot, to be honest, because obviously I did the um, review with uh, Joe and uh, Dan. Yeah. I, uh, Joe and Dan. So I did the review for that. Um, quite bored of talking about it, to be honest. Can't lie. So that's me done. No, I'm joking. Okay. I'm not absolutely amazing. Little no, draw, um, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> in all honesty, it kind of like lit a fire where I just want to go to every single one now away because it was just such a great experience. The weather mm-hmm. definitely helped. Um, uh, yeah. But I'd love to go to Dortmund, but I think I spent literally my whole European budget on one away day. Uh, probably my whole budget for this year, to be honest, on one away day. Um, but it was worth it. It was worth it. I could get one of the buses, which is like £180, I think. But I don't particularly fancy being on a coach for X amount of hours there and back. Mm. Um, and I've also just started a new job. So I don't particularly want to be like, well, can I go away again? Because now we've actually uh, properly started and we've got people in the building and things like that. So I've got to be on my best behaviour. Um, I was trying saying that I am trying to get to Man United for the Carabao Cup, um, drive down and then back within the same day. But Quarter past eight kickoff. I start work no, no, at no. half past eight in Wall's End. I live in Chesley Street. It takes like an hour and a half to get there. So I'd be get obviously if it went to penalties, it's going to be quarter to twelve latest finishing time possible. Uh, no, sorry, quarter to eleven latest finishing time if it went to penalties or something like that. And then you got to drive back and then I've now talked myself out of it to be honest. And forty quid a ticket, which is an absolute joke. And Robin it's bastards. sold out. Is it? Has it sold out? It's said sold out, and then uh, although no, because so the, I can't remember what page it was on 
Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days, said it was sold out, but then it said that some are going in a ballot tomorrow at 10 o'clock. But they, they do that for every away game now, don't they? They keep some aside it, for season uh, right. to go in a ballot. So that's to help. That, that's kind of, I think, the way to get around people not having points and complaining that they don't get a chance. Yeah, but it don't went down to get... zero points, I think. It, yeah, it went down to zero points. <laughs> Did it? Oh, well, then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I'm, don't I think get me do that. friggin' started on the NUFC ticketing website because it's the biggest pile of shite ever. We could literally do a four-hour special on how terrible it is but yeah we're all about the positive things here in canny yeah. chatter so yeah i think, we'll I, think Chris it. And I will be doing a video on that sometime later this week because uh i did some findings today and yeah you did it's, um it's not the best system in the world um since we last spoke i've been to new york which was very nice new york took a lot of photographs um been very good photographs great, great photographs unreal thank you been back, obviously, because <laughs> I'm back here, yeah. and I managed to get a ticket for the Dortmund home game, so I've now booked flights to Dortmund, and today I was also looking at travelling to Dortmund, or sorry, sorry, travelling to Dusseldorf, and then to Dortmund, because it's 40 quid on the train for me to get to Dortmund, and it takes two and a half hours. I yeah, may as well, I like I may as, but I, I don't think I'll get a ticket. And if I want a ticket, I'll be sitting in the yellow wall. Um, yeah, but sausage and beer. It doesn't matter. I can get that, yeah. Sausage and beer. I can nah, walk to nah, Germany. Nah, I'm, like, I can I'm get to Germany <laughs> But no, yes. The I sausage do. and beer. Yeah, beautiful. Plus, I'd also get to meet up with Mark and Andy and a few others from the channel who were going. Um, so I might do. It might be a bit too close to me travelling to, to Newcastle for the home fixture because... I don't know it's why. The next, it's then the next fixture, isn't it? It's the next one, yeah. And I don't yeah. know why with flights, but you, you, I'm paying like three times the price of what a flight would normally be just because it's two weeks before. Like, it makes no sense. I thought last-minute bookings were supposed to be cheaper. But there yeah. we go. We'll, uh, we'll not divulge too much into that. I might do a vlog. I know I'm going to Newcastle, but it's still a travel vlog for Europe, so I might do that. I might see what I can do. It'll not be a patch on Harry's. Which, by the way, Harry was outstanding. Harry's was absolutely brilliant. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I hated doing it. I cannot lie. Hated doing it. I think you noticed, so I get a bit more comfortable throughout. I think the first clip was like, hello, I'm Harry. You might recognise me. And then the end, I was like, voila, Berlin, wah. Um, and then said, okie dokie, but, and M quite a lot. I was, was going was to say okie dokie to you because... We started every single clip with okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, Right, I think I don't think we'll do an icebreaker because we've kind of already broken the ice with what's been going on for so long. Unless anybody has anything pressing that they've been watching that they really want to tell us about, um, I think we've all just been playing FIFA. Yeah, that's EAFC literally twenty-four. Um, don't get us started on that either. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those that don't know, we have a FIFA club set up for all the boys on Gallagher Shots and girls if any of them want to join but at the moment it's just it's just the males taking part which is not that surprising to be honest um, and we uh, we are going to be doing a little series uh, once we get semi-decent um, or not as the case may be but yeah we'll we'll try and put together a few little little series for all of us playing all it's of a shame you can't um, just watch the game Scott and record it instead of playing because when you play it's atrocious. It'd be better if you just recorded That's it. It's a lot. 
<laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm Thanks joking. Since you got the head, since you got the headband and the dreadlocks, you're absolutely flying. And the goggles. If you haven't seen the goggles. And the goggles. Yeah. Yeah. Top yeah. two yeah. in the world, I heard. That wasn't me. That's somebody else on a different podcast. Who's <laughs> also a massive fraud. <laughs> yep. Ward Darren, well, also known as Dasmo, also, also known as Dazza, also known as Daryl Mitchell Hill. There you go. Named fully. Fraudulent activity. Get him done. Say, make sure your identity is in check because PSN got hacked last night, apparently. So uh, double check it that did. as well. Right, we'll move straight on to today's topics. Uh, we've got three topics for your listening pleasure today. Uh, we're going to be talking first about just general happenings off the field, uh, things that have been going on. Um, you know, maybe it's not football related, but still to do with the club. Uh, then Scranny Chatter is about our favourite crisp or potato chip, if you're listening in the US. Or, I don't know, is there any other word for them? I don't think there is. Is it crisps or potato chips? I, I don't... Patatas, chips, whatever. Patatas chips, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought you were going to say something with that, Ian, but you've, it looks like you've just got a hair in your mouth. So, I, yeah, I was drinking my juice, and something, something stuck in my throat, and now it's in my mouth, so... Just, just go with the flow, and I'll, I'll sort myself out. Don't. I'm glad this is audio only. <laughs> Nobody needs to see that. Um, mm-hmm. And then finally, because it's the international break, and there isn't really much else to talk about, we thought we'd do our Newcastle players who should have made the England squad, but never did. And I think a lot of these are going to be more recent players than anything else, because I think a lot of that's happening. But there were some in the past, and we'll go through those later. But we will get started with the first topic, and that is just the general happenings off the field. And what I'm talking about really here is the drone shows, the plans for expanding St. James's Park. Um, we'll touch a little bit on tickets, but we'll not go too much into it because I think Ian's head might explode. He's looking for those, obviously this is audio only, he looks like the, um, you know, the guy on that Disney movie where the, the different emotions and the guy who's the anger guy. Oh, inside out. Inside out. You're starting <laughs> to look is, like him. Yeah. The foot is down. Red. Yeah, the foot is down. The flames are coming. The smoke has come up as he has. Um, and also going to talk a little bit about the fan zone because that's all been announced since we last talked. Might not be the latest and greatest news, but it's something still to talk about. So I think we'll start with fan zones because we did kind of touch on this in one of the very early episodes of Canny Chat about what we'd like to see. And now we're getting more information on it. We've got like renders of inside of it. Uh, it's going to be by stack, um, which I kind of saw happening because that was a Ruben thing. The the land that stack was on was owned by yeah, the Rubens. Um, I don't think stack's owned by the Rubens, but they, I think they kicked stack out to build. I think they want to build a new. It's, um, a, big tax. Yeah, it's a big tax. It's a big tax building. building yeah. So I think they've just had to find them a new spot and I think they've compromised with going, well, why don't you take over the fan zone? And I think Stack would be daft to say no to that. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ian, I'll come to you first, mate. From what we've seen so far, does it look like it's just going to be Stack 2.0 or does it actually look like it's going to be a little bit different things going on there? Um, from the, the, the VR, is it VR, I was going to say VAR, uh, the virtual reality pictures or AI pictures or whatever technology is used for them. Um, it looks it looks fairly much pretty much like Stack. Um, I absolutely loved Stack back in the day. Um, 
That's why I used to. That's why I used to take all my Tinder dates. <laughs> um, it was great, but um, you, you stacked you them get, on top of each other. No, sorry. Um, no, okay. never at the, never at the same time. Um, now it was you got the occasional bell ending, but it, apparently it's supposed to be more geared up for like if like family friendly and mm. stuff like that. But um, I got the impression as well. It's, I mean, stack is pretty much box park, but. Because obviously it's outside St James, it's going to be a little bit more like Box Park in outside of Wembley or wherever it was. But um, it'll be interesting to see how it's used through the week and and compared to how it's used on match days. I don't know if it's going to be open to everyone, if it's just going to be for people with memberships. Because let's be honest, you get nothing for your membership these days, do you? Um, so that would be nice free entry to stack and exclusive entry to to stack but no it looks looks decent um obviously the, the local food vendors are going to be in there again mm. um and then yeah whatever whatever else but it, it looks decent um yeah i'd definitely give it a go particularly like i say if it was the same sort of atmosphere as the original stack um like that maybe he's not on a match day with the live music and stuff like that maybe he's maybe he's after the game um maybe there's a live like live music and stuff on but no it lo- looks good but mm. obviously today i think at time of recording there was the a spanner in the works because obviously the police and the local council um are, are trying to are raising concerns about it that it's going to be possibly too noisy which it's out literally outside a, a football stadium which is very very noisy and the neighbours in the vicinity, neighbours in the vicinity are all students. Like the hotel, yeah. though there's a hotel right next to it, the Sandman Signature. But I but below that Sandman Signature hotel is a night like a nightclub slash gastro bar. Club. So that's true. It's uh, they're just. I think people are just like love to fucking like ruin a good thing, don't they? Sorry for swearing. Think, I know we're not allowed. You think it's um, it's it's more to do with. I think it's more to do with them having a license for drink, and I think that's what that's what I read. But especially with the police side of it, they're they're trying to stop them having a drink license. So it's literally going to be a a place for food and a place for families, which might work. I mean, you know, you've got the gate, you've got you know restaurants all over Newcastle. Um, obviously, and the gate was probably the worst ex worst example when it comes to food. But um, Harry, mate, are you are you expecting this? Like Ian briefly mentioned to be an exclusive thing for home fans. Or do you think they're going to, there's going to be a little away section like what you see sometimes at Man City, I think, have it? Um, um, or do you think it's just going to be open to anybody and everybody and it's just going to be like one of those? Because they have said it's not just a match day thing, right? It's going to be seven days a yeah. week, live events, live music, whatever, whatever. Just to touch on that, if it is going to be open every, like all week, it would be nowhere near the other stack if they don't get a drinks licence. Um, they'll make nowhere near as much money. I mean, it would be great in terms of getting everyone in. I mean, you'll probably get quite a lot of people who just go there, like just to experience the atmosphere, not just going to the game. Because you got to think there's a lot of uh, traditionalists and people who have like little uh, what's the word conspiracies before games, and they'll just stick to their bar. Um, what the call? What's the call, man? Tradition. What does it do when when, when players? Tradition. No, man, it's, not, it's not conspiracy. Tradition. No, what's it called? No, it's not it's, traditions. Um, do you know people? In, Top on a pitch on like three three legs on three legs. Oh, really? superstitions. On a, one foot. Superstitions. That's what I was going for. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I was excited for it. I think it brings something new to the area. I think it's something that we've always needed. 
I wouldn't have minded to see kind of more of like a use some of the area around it as well on a match day. So you've got the stack as the main hub. You've got your drinks, your food, music, big TVs, what have you. But I don't know if any of you have been there. I mean, there's plenty of stadiums that have it. Been at Anfield, they have got it nailed on. They've got all sorts. They've got things for kids. Um, they've got like food stalls, like just a mixture of things. You can buy merchandise. If they could do that as well on top of stack, I think it would be brilliant for a match day, uh, especially for yeah. kids and away fans as well. I mean, I'm going to say we'll pride ourselves, but I'm quite proud of the fact that away fans can get in pretty much any bar in town on a match day. Obviously, European seems like it might be a bit different considering uh, the way the PSG <laughs> fans came in. But um, I wouldn't mind to say it. I, I like mixing with fans before and after the game of, of the other team. I can just wish them well, but hope they get absolutely battered. Um, and they do the same. And it's it's, it's a pitch, nice atmosphere. On the pitch, not 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 the fans themselves getting absolutely battered. Oh, That's no. Just, well, let's just clarify that. Uh, battered, maybe, battered maybe drunk time, uh, drunk ways, but not uh, uh, no violence, but don't like violence. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a, a great idea. But if they don't get the drinks license, and that would probably be a massive kick in the balls um, for them, I think. And it would be a kick in balls for us as well. I mean, it'd be nice to go there for a drink before the game. Yeah, it'll be huge. So, my only concern with the whole going for a drink before the game, and and I don't think it'll be that much of a concern really, is is how to get out of the stack because you've got to come out on like opposite Chinatown, right? There's only one way in and out from what I, what you saw from the picture. So unless they can have a way of getting like another exit out the back and up the bank. The like, stairs, the, the, the stairs, the to side. be fair, on the on the back of the stack, you've got obviously St. James's Metro and yeah. the stairs that come literally right like from where they the look like they're going to place it. But, There's literally stairs right behind us. But looking at the floor plan, it's like a it's like a triangle and the only exit is at the bottom of right. the triangle. It's all sealed off around the edges. We'll see. Um, do we think they'll be showing the match? Or do you think that's a no-go? Same as Shearer's. That's Shearer, what I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if Shearer shows the match or not. So I, it's... It, you, it would depend on licensing. Yeah, that's what I, I was would have, would have I mean, I've heard Shearer's. Does Shearer's actually show three o'clock kickoffs? Does anyone know? Because I, people keep bouncing it around in the group chat saying, oh, Shearer's does show like the three o'clock kickoffs, but I don't know if they will like, but if if they can somehow do something where we can show those games or any games that are televised mm-hmm. in this stack, it probably would be good. I don't think it's... I, I'm not too sure. Like, I mean, would they be bother? I mean, if you're letting everyone and anyone in there, then possibly they could be, because you've got to think, Newcastle City Centre, like, I mean... No disrespect to Sunderland. If you do take kind of offence to it, then fair enough. Um, served. Um, but a lot of them will come to Newcastle City Centre for a weekend. Um, yeah. And that's also one of my concerns is from the plans, there's a lot of Newcastle United stuff around the place and whether that could get vandalised, what have you. I mean, I imagine it'll be heavily security because of the kind of clientele that they're going to get in but it's another thing that you've got to watch out for if you're going yeah. to open up everyone and you're going to have the, like, have the games on Yeah I was thinking maybe as well like because it's outdoors would you want to watch the match there because and I'm not saying this from a weather point of view at all but if you're stood right next to St James's Park there's not a chance in hell that the, what you're watching is, is exact, going to be in exact, real time yeah. what's happening in the ground so you're going to hear the crowd react so you're going to get goals ruined for you. You're going to hear reactions instantly. And then you're going to see it like 10, 15, might, 20 Might as well later. just 
stay in the house and watch it on a dodgy. Side. I didn't think I didn't I didn't think of that, but you've what you you've always got to remember. Richard, and, I, <laughs> I <know>. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, I'm sick of getting matches ruined by that group chat. <laughs> I just mute it every time I'm watching it on dodgy or not in the game. I, I always mute it. Um, but all I would say is that I mean, I don't know if this may be a bit naive, but could you hear the ground if they've got either music or commentary on full blast? in something that's I mean I imagine it's quite closed off and it'll have a shelter on it. I don't know if you if you would hear it if they've got I mean if they've got decent speakers the stack was loud, like the old mm. stack and that was a lot bigger and it was a lot more open air compared to the plans that they have for this one. So I mean we don't know until until we're there yeah, if we get there if the yeah. popo don't stop it. Mm. Well we'll 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 park the fan zone for a little bit because obviously we still don't know exactly what it's gonna look like. We don't know what's going on, anything, anything, anything. So we'll move on to the drone shows. And Ian, what were your thoughts on those drone shows that we saw before the PSG game? Uh yeah, they were canny, like <laughs> that's 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 it. Like there well, was some <laughs> different. Um yep. I see <laughs> I seen um someone tweeted because obviously they did like the mag, like a moving to like technology, just freaking great. How old do I sound, by the way? Technology is great these days. Like to have like a a drone show in the sky of like a hundred foot football and a hundred foot magpie, like actually moving. That is very very impressive visually. But then I think someone because obviously they did the just the Newcastle shirt with Seller across it. Bearing in mm-hmm. mind it was Seller that put on that that show, complaining because they didn't put a. A Newcastle badge on the shirt. Like, I mean, I'm by no means am I a drone flying expert or a, a light pyrotechnic whiz, but I'm fairly certain that would be impossible to do. Um, You'd be like hundreds of thousands of drones, and it would have to be enlarged to such a bigger scale to even get something that resembles a crest. I would, I would be able to see them from where I am because it'd have to be that big to, to put the badge on the on the but shirt. No, no, it was canny. Um, you don't. I, I don't know if it's going to be like. Every every before every home game, or it was just before the mm. the PSG one, but it was somewhat different. Um, and it was decent that obviously I think would be I can't remember the exact reason why, but I thought it was something to do with um like the the actual night of the game, but they said they couldn't because of of, of um like restrictions or whatever. And yeah. it's nice that that didn't happen because then it didn't detract from wall flags and their display. Yeah. So, yeah, it was canny. Um, the, the stuff that they've done because I know they the, had the the flames around the pitch uh, before and the, the massive game. kit. They had the massive kit in the middle of the pitch as well, which I wish they kept. Like uh, yeah, that out, as well. Like yeah, the big circle. They had, a, they had yeah. It was lovely. Um, so I, I I don't think they've they've done much wrong. Um, I know a lot of the. The old school and a lot of people that are set in the ways um, wouldn't you mean be you. No, no, I, I enjoy this. <laughs> I'm talking about the comments you're making about the technology and everything. The old school. Uh, well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm really technological. I set me Wi-Fi up. <laughs> granted, with the help of literally everyone in the group chat. Um, but yeah, th- I, I didn't mind it. You'll have you, just one of them things where yeah. someone's going to complain because the. They're an arsehole, but um, I enjoyed it. It's be interesting to see if if they continue to do that. I personally don't think they will. No, I, I think yeah. it was just a one-off thing. But yeah, it was it was canny. Nice. To I think at. the the we are back was the big giveaway that that was a one-off thing, really. Yeah. Um. Also, you mentioned that hundred foot footballer. That's actually a an exact one-to-one scale model of Dan Byrne. 
Uh, that's how corny it is. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Um, Harry, mate, what are your opinions on it? Did you did you see it? Did you did you enjoy it? Did you ingest it? Did you just look at the pictures on social media? Did you go on top of Elton Square car park and miss the second show? And what happened? And stand in the um, rain. No, and stand in the rain. No, I I did want to go see it, um, but it was just one of those things where it was like. It's later on. I'm not going to hang around for four hours after work to go see it. I will just see photos. Um, it's more important being at the game than seeing a drone show for me. Um, but I did have, I mean, I had a dream that, that, I mean, it would be very, very, very hard to do, but it would be brilliant if the team was announced using the drones. Yeah. So if the names and the numbers change on the back and the announcer was following it, that would have been sick. That would have been unbelievable. But didn't happen, but exactly like Ian said, it didn't take, like, it, it, it obviously didn't take away from the fact that what War Flags were doing, um, which I thought was incredible. I think it was, it was kind of, it was definitely not as big as I thought it would be, in all honesty. The the War I, Flags display? The War Flags display, yeah. Mm. But I don't, I don't think that was a problem. It was more minimalistic to what they've done for bigger occasions. But it was it was perfect. Just a little hello, hello in the in the ball, and uh, I'd like to give them credit for that actually for getting that turned round. Because I was said to my sister when it was coming down, I was like, "That's upside down, not like that's upside down." And then they man- magically managed to get it turned round, and I was like, "Get in!" But that was another thing. Sorry, I'm now going around because I'm just remembering everything from the PSG game. I'll tell you all the goal scorers, the minutes, the lot. No, um, <laughs> as soon as the the um, What's McCauley? What's it called, man? Surfer flag. Once that yeah. came down, the noise that came from the section that were covered was immense. And I don't know if it was them behind it or it was just time to perfection, but as soon as that dropped, the noise that came was absolutely tremendous and like goosebump worthy. It was fantastic. But um, I hope Salah keep doing things like this. I think it's brilliant. I, mm. I mean, it sounds as if, when, I mean, when you watch the documentary, that they took a lot into consideration for who was going to be the sponsor. And yeah. I think Seller worked perfectly for the type of fans we are as well. We'd love to see a bit of marketing and no disrespect to the video and um, kind of production team at Newcastle, but it is extremely under par compared to other Premier League teams. And it's quite poorly done. Like, so once they're in, then they'll probably start looking at kind of the way Man City have it when they have like a presenter talking to players and doing stupid challenges. And don't get me wrong, we're doing the like the, the challenges with the players, but it just seems very snappy and quick and you forget about it quite quickly. Um whereas Man City will put up like an eighteen minute long video of the players doing like crossbar think, challenge, but I'm sure that'll come. I think it's just a small team. I don't think there's many of them on that media oh, team. Oh, the video team. I think team. It'll, it'll, it'll eventually, oh, yeah, yeah, the video team. Well, even the social media team as a whole, I don't think there's many of them. Because <laughs> we can't expect that Amazon, Grant lad, isn't it? It's just Grant, yeah, Grant doing everything. And, and, um, but you can't expect you can't expect that to be that big when the box office only have Betty and George. Do you know what um, I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's what it, it's Serena giving the photos to Grant, and then Grant's just trying to do everything at once. No, I do think there's more than that. Them. But yes, I think you saw it on the um, on the documentary. Uh, when the the guy who you talk about the day and the guy from Arsenal, the new commission guy, Silver, Andy Silverstone, I think he's called. Um, he walks through the office and he's like, "Yeah, is this everyone?" And they're like, "Yep." He's like, <laughs> "Okay." Like at Arsenal, we had you know five hundred people for one team and this and that. So I think that'll grow. I think the problem with that is though that all goes against FFP because you're hiring mm. people. It's the club not making a profit. It's the club spending more money, and. 
they need to get it on the pitch more than anything uh, for that. Um, one last question, and it's around Seller, and I'm just picking this out of the air right now. But can we envision Seller getting the naming rights to St James's Park next season? Because um, uh, it's going to go to season. somebody, I think. I think somebody's going to get naming rights to St James's Park, and it's either going to be Adidas or I reckon someone like Salah, where they can then put on whatever they need. But is there a concern if they do that, that then kicks War Flags to the touch a little bit and Salah maybe want more to do on a match day and where War Flags maybe want to get one or two stands or no stands or something? It, it's a tricky one, right? Oh, you go, you're going for me. <laughs> Whoever. Yeah. All of us just stared at each other for a bit there. So, obviously, from a commercial revenue, that, that'll boost the FFP and potentially get more players and it's, it's better financially. I hope if it does happen, because I don't know whether the owners, with how well they're doing stuff and how well they sort of they are getting things right with the fans, if that were to happen, I would hope that they wouldn't then change the stadium name. I would hope that they could like the plaster the stuff all over, but mm-hmm. not change its name. But then, is it is it kind of a little bit of hip, hypocritical because we're what up in arms when Ashley done it, but then obviously Ashley had different sort of motive for it. Um, so, like you touch on that Ashley thing quickly. Was it more because of it, the fact it was Sports Direct, and we knew we weren't really getting any money for it, and they called it the Sports Direct Arena? Yeah, and it was if, red if it was blue. something like St James's Park sponsored by, or something at St James's Park, like what they eventually turned it into at the end. Um, you know, let's face st- it, no, no one. Even even that, I think even from a business perspective, like no one would call it that. Like so, oh, no. say for say for example, Seller did it. Like ultimately, that would be to get their sort of branding out, but no one would refer to it as that. So I would think it would be a little bit pointless anyway. But oh. to go touch back on what you were saying about sort of war flags and things like that, I would hope that they would see how how much time and effort war flags have built. Cause I remember, I think the first game they ever done was Huddersfield, pardon, Huddersfield in the championship. I went to that game and there was literally just a strawberry corner. Maybe it's about, I don't know, 250 flags, something like that. Maybe it's even less. And then to build it up to what they've actually done now and for mm. it to all be fan led and how much people appreciate what war flags do and, like how amazing it looks as a spectacle because it does. It's not just for Newcastle fans. It, it's now going around in like the big, big European clubs, and so I would hope that they they wouldn't change anything like that. But like I say it's it remains to be seen. I hope it doesn't happen, regardless of finance. Like how much it would improve with finances. Yeah. I hope they would keep that the same. It's funny. There's a, there's a lot of work with uh, who is lives in Wolverhampton, and he's starting to do a a flags thing with Wolves. Uh, and he says the guys at War Flags have been absolutely amazing with helping them out, getting advice, you know, where to get things, how to get things printed, how to do things quick turnaround. So it seems like they're starting to like advise other fan groups and other fans mm. on on how to do it and how to do it properly. So it's quite nice. Um, yeah, I think I think the only thing I could possibly see is if that ever was to happen, where you know the club want to do it themselves, they would just bring War Flags on board. 
like I know mm. War Flags kind of yeah. proud themselves on my fan funded, my fan, you know, fan first. We've got nothing really to do with the club, but if the club want to do their own and chuck a bit of money at it, I think the only way they can like legally do that from a tax standpoint and from you know anything else is to either pay War Flags to do it, and you'll be like, here's some money we want you to put on this display, but you go have at it. And you're hiring them anyway, or they take them on board and then they're Newcastle employees and they do it that way. Get a um, pulley system to... put in. Yeah, I'd love to see they were talking about, um, I, can't, I think it might have been, oh, what it was Thomas, wasn't it? It was Thomas, yeah. Um, they did, it was a good year and a bit ago, possibly two years ago, and they said that that's ultimately where they would want to go. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be able to do it on the Gallagher because of the, the roof there. They would be able mm-hmm. to do it in the Milburn, but obviously that would then detract because that's where the, the, the way fans are sat. Yeah. So they don't really know how how that would happen. But mm. if there's a potential extension, that the sta- well, yeah, if, <laughs> if, if the potential that the stadium gets extended after the the lease for the the fan park or whatever happens, then that could be something that they could look to include in terms of the architecture. So, if I was, I mean, with the name changing, all I really want is black and white seats or just black seats just get rid of the grey I mean it's alright because we actually fill our stadium so you don't see any of the of the badly coloured seats like the pink ones that you do for the first stadium, five I can't minutes so people either. kind of scan their phones uh, uh, that's true that's very true <laughs> um, no but um, in I'll, I'd be okay with the name change but I don't want to lose St James's Park because that's yeah. why the reason I think people kind of went out and up was you got rid of the lettering outside the stadium as well Obviously, it was Mike Ashley. It was red and blue. It was ugly, and it just wasn't done in the correct way whatsoever. I feel like what we've all been saying about any sort of decision that's made within the club, we understand us as a fan base to the best of their abilities at the moment, and they don't want to upset that, and they want to keep that relationship that we've got. Um, but look, if it's going to bring in more money, you've got to be realistic, and I'm sure they'll be thinking that as well. If it brings in more money, it's something that you have to look at seriously. And if you've got to put Adidas on the seat, do it, because it'll look sexy as out. And if you've got to put Seller on the seat, do it. Um, you never know. That might come into what we're talking about now. That might come into the extension. Adidas might have said, if we're going to name it the Adidas Stadium at St. James' Park, or whatever it might be, um, then they might say, well, we want a bit more of a oomph of a... Like the, the stands presence. and that. Yeah, yeah. a bit of a presence. Exactly that. I mean, the side of the strawberry. We want to do something proper. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. So I'm I'm all for it, and if it helps the flag displays, and I don't think they'll get rid of it. I mean, I know you're saying like I know you're saying that completely hypothetically, if it could happen. Absolutely, yeah. But I, I mean, I think you got to remember there's a lot of money that's gone into it. A lot of fans donate quite a lot of money a month, and per time that they bring out the surf flags to get your name on it, and they do it well. They've got the beer, they've got the mini flags, the. The, the speed that they've got to where they are is sensational. Yeah. And I think that says a lot about us um, kind of as a fan base that we'll just get mm-hmm. behind something and we all love it. So I don't cool. think that'll happen. Well, we'll park the off the ground, uh, off the field topic for now. There's plenty more that we can talk about and there's plenty more that we will talk about. But we're, uh, we're trying to keep these episodes to about an hour and 10 minutes now. So uh, you aren't listening for... Half a day, like usually. Uh, so <laughs> we'll move on to our Scranny Chatter topic. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, it's all about your favourite crisps slash potato chips 
slash whatever you want to call them, Crippy Crips, whatever you call them. Um, <laughs> before we go into that, though, I've got two questions that I need to ask before we get into Ooh. this whole crisp subject. And it is crisp-related, so don't worry. Um, the first one is, when opening a bag of crisps, do you turn the packet so that the top is the same of, as the label of the crisp so that it's all the right way up, or do you not care and you just open it whichever way is top first? Ian? Keep it straight. <laughs> Uh, my OCD would absolutely have me life if I opened it upside down. Also, it doesn't matter. Say, Apart from uh, your OCD, yes. does it actually matter? Yes, it does. Because if I uh, see someone, if, if I'll I see someone, why sorry, Ian, two seconds, I will forget. Go this. on then. <laughs> it matters because if you think if you've got a bag of crisps, that I mean, multi pack. Uh, uh, now, now I've thought about. It, I've kind of flawed me. Um, the idea but when it's presented in the shops they're always that way up so if you then open it from like the other side then it'll just be like dead like greasy and minging on the top but if you open it from the bottom you can go right in the bottom and all your flavor stays there but if you flip it around the flavor might disappear does that make sense i think i've just spoken gonna, a load of absolute it's wallets. not going to disappear at the top of your bag how greasy are your crisps <laughs> well it depends what type of crisps i mean actually vegetable crisps actually. they are a greasy crisp Vegetable crisps, crisps, potatoes, not vegetables. vegetable crippy crisps. You are. The potatoes, oh, not vegetables. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, though. Like, I don't know what they're called. Like, like the like ones that's not the second question, by the way. Like, like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on, go on. I'll let you go. Oh, that's not the second question. No, no, that's not I... the second question. No. I think so... I've sent myself down a dead end here. Like, so I'm just going <laughs> to shut up. So yes, it matters because mainly for my OCD but also I'll go one one step further than upside down people can't see what I'm doing with your hands I'll turn it round so the the hand that I eat with is my right hand so like say for example it's a bag of walkers the the front of the crisp will be on the the side of that like with the hand that I eat with I'll not open it with like the walkers up on my left hand, if that makes sense. I know exactly what I mean. So like no, you know how you have do. like you know how you have like the front of a bag of crisps? Yes. And is that, that facing you or is that away? So that's facing me now. Okay. I'll yeah. op- so I'll open that side will be opened with my right hand and then I'll hold the bag of crisps in my left hand and I'll hold it like side on. This would have been much better. Like that. I'll tell you what. Like that. Had had they not, I'll I'll go and see if I've got a bag of crisps. You chat for two minutes <laughs> on, on an audio podcast. He's going to get a bag of crisps. I know. Um, it's to then show us what he's doing. Eh? Yeah, but see, for me, I mean, yeah, I get. I I had. I have. I have friends who will always turn a bag of crisps the right way, the right way up to open them. But I don't know if it matters. Like I'll do it. Like I do it myself. But I don't know if it matters. Okay, it, here's Ian. Yeah, I said I, I, I sent myself down a dead end. It definitely doesn't matter. However, I want Ian's side. It has to look proper, and you have to pull out your corners. If you've got an indented corner, what are you doing with your life? Pull it out, man. So these are kids' veggie straws with tomato and spinach. That sounds amazing for the audio. So, <laughs> so that was sorry, listeners. Obviously, you you can see this is the front of the the bag. Yeah. So I'll open it. I'm not going to open these, but I'll open it like that. So my my eating hand 
will be on this side and I'll hold them like that. So it's like the bag side on. You can now okay. see what I mean. Audio listeners, I just haven't got a fucking clue. So, um, yeah, yeah, so it's not worth the watching, side of the bag honest. is facing away from you <laughs> and towards you. The sides yeah. of the bags. The, the yeah, the sides, yeah. The sides are, are not parallel with me. The, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Ooh, well, uh, that 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 was very very in depth. I wasn't I wasn't expecting such an in depth answer on how to that I one crisps. I don't think I don't Second think we spoke that in depth about football. We didn't. We never do. <laughs> never. Um, scrawny chatter, chatter is always the long the long topic. Great analysis. Second question: When you're reaching into a bag of crisps, uh-huh. what's your grabbing method? Are you a finger and thumb pincher, uh-huh. right? One crisp at a time, or a couple of crisps at a time, or do you put the whole hand in? And take handfuls out because I've seen both, and I know which one is completely wrong. Who so does the second one? Neanderthals. Show me the Are second it? one again, sorry, Chris. Whole hand in, Chris. It's Chris. Crikey Moses! Honestly, it's, it's been, been a, a long day. It has been. It hasn't been long since we've done this. I'm completely against the second one. Putting your whole hand in, and I'm a bit of a. I mean, I'm diabetic, right? So when I was younger, I used to have to wash my hands all the time to do a blood test. So that's kind of carried on throughout a little bit. So if you put your whole hand in that bag, what are you then doing with your hand? People who then touch TV remotes, controllers, who touch themselves in any sort of way, it doesn't matter. It's a disgrace. You've got to, I mean, either either you pinch, either you pinchy thing, or mm-hmm. you do like two little fingers. However, I usually do neither. And what I'll two. do is I'll just tip it in my mouth. Like, two yeah, little like fingers. Like, like chopsticks. Nah, you t- oh, okay. Your like, index like in the your tweez, middle finger. The tweezer method. Little fingers on separate hands. and okay. Then they're easy to suck after. I mean, because like, obviously, yeah, it just keeps them nice, like not a dirty just, bit away. Lick what, you're, what you're sucking. Oh, this is going way down the rabbit hole. I never <laughs> you play it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, I, I, I didn't say that. That's gone through your head, fella. Okay then. Well, there's me two questions out of the way, and I'm completely <laughs> thrown by both the answers I've given for both of them. So let's move on to the actual part of the crisp thing. Ian, as always, mate, scranny chatter. This is your topic. What are your favourite crisps? Well, I categorise them as I do my pizzas. I have different categories for crisps. So, if say for example, I was getting like a Tesco meal deal or other supermarket meal deals are available. It doesn't matter when I'm sponsored by any of them. Paul is controversial because a lot of people don't like this flavour, but I'll go prawn cocktail. Um, Good flavour. But that, hold on, but it has to be Walker's prawn cocktail. Other ones aren't that good. Um, Salt and vinegar is next on my list in terms of traditional flavourings. Um, you like a bit of the fizz, don't you? Because prawn cocktail and salt and vinegar are quite similar. With wait, the yeah, I, they've, they've got more, they've got most most taste out of all crisp flavors, I think. Whereas like cheese and onions, cheese and onions close. Onion, no, cheese and onions close. Cheese and onions minging. Although, if we go to Pringles, which for me is a sour fancy cream. crisp, like sour I, cream all day, and it's it's always been a, and you'll you'll hear this on work Christmas special. I know that's not until December, obviously, because that's when Christmas is, but. My mum always had a tradition, and she still does it now, where we'll get a tube of Pringles as in with stocking filler. So when I was little, it used to be ready salted, but now... And then and then I went to Texas Barbecue, which is great. 
But I think now I'll go salt and vinegar Pringles, except they literally give you acid burn on your lips when you eat them. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part. Like, it, it is. Um, and then sour cream and onion second, and then barbecue third. They're me fancy crisps. Um, you know why you've got your tuba Pringles in your stocking at Christmas? It's to make it look... Stocking shape. So you put the Pringle in the bag and it'll keep the shape of the stocking and you put other things in. Uh, I thought it was just because me mum wanted to make... Look, I had loads of presents and... I mean, there could have been that as well, but... <laughs> it was probably that. I reckon it's a propping up I'm, device and also I'm, doubles up as a present. But then putting a stick in there. You don't just want yeah. a stick here. Um, so yeah, they're, they're my options. But like, if like, if say for example, I was in because I always because I used to live next to Walls End Boys Club, and crisps always remind us of Walls End Boys Club because of the smell. Anyways, they used to um like vendor machines. They used to have them, and mm-hmm. it used to be roast beef monster munch. They Ooh. were unreal. I really pickled like onions better. Oh, onions go away. An awful pickled <laughs> onion any type of also right I, I, i'll be talking for the next 20 minutes about crisps sorry you asked you asked me first but space raiders they used to have like obviously the the packet i mean i haven't had space raiders for years but the packet from what i last remember was like an alien face yeah like an alien it head green alien. green alien for pickled onion pickled onion and then uh, yeah I think so it was like a red alien for the roast beef um, the original Space Raiders packet was like like a proper 90s cartoon like like comic kind of thing um, I'll see if I can find a picture and send it to you but yeah that, that reminds us of that and also um, Chili Heat Chili Heat Wave Doritos yes. yeah they're good yeah. Um, however Chili Heat Wave Doritos are good. Like I've fell in love recently, right, with Cinema Nachos. The View Nachos are the greatest of all time. The View Cinema Nachos, the best. However, I forgot where I was, but they offered if I wanted Chili Heat Wave, Tangy Cheese, or Cool Original uh, no Doritos way. with me nachos. No. I went Cool Original. You have to go Cool Original with your nachos. If you're you dipping, I would agree with that. If, if, yeah, if you're dipping. If you're dipping. No, covered in, covered in cheese sauce, jalapenos, yeah. and then a bit of salsa and sour cream. And then you have to go with I cool think original. a chili heat wave Dorito just stands on its own. Like, you don't need to dip on yes. with it. You can just... Agreed. Although, with chili heat wave Doritos, I went to Burger King not long ago, and they've got chili heat wave Dorito chicken sticks. So it's like oh, the, chicken sticks, the chicken yeah, sticks, the chicken sticks. I know, I know this is about crisps, but it's chili heat wave Doritos, so it technically is. So like the chicken sticks, like little boxer, basically it's a stick of chicken. Um, and it's coated in chili heat wave Dorito dust, and they are absolutely sensational. Um, so if anyone's in Burger King, I don't know if they'll do it anywhere. But they had it on Northumberland Street when I was last in work, and it was absolutely. They do. They have it in Wall's End as well. I had it for me lunch the other day. Beautiful. Also, you can make it at home as well, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, easy. My girlfriend's mum used to do it. She used to do it for me, and it was unbelievably nice. Incredible. See, for, for me, when it comes to crisps, so the first thing is, over here, I don't get the same flavours as I get at home. Cheese and onion crisps don't exist. No Unless way. I go to, like, an expat shop and get them. They do cheese crisps, but they don't... And I know, right? So they do Dutch cheese crisps... They do paprika crisps, which what, is... Emmental. Not, is that what's Dutch uh, cheese? Du- old Dutch cheese is like the... Think of cheddar, but like 
10 times stronger in Mingan. It's horrible. Um, it's, uh, Mingan. Okay. Like, it's really bad. Um, it's not like Edam or anything like that, though, um, which actually is quite nice. They do, yeah, paprika it's... crisps, but that's not paprika the seasoning. Paprika over here is pepper. So, you know, red and green pepper. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Pepper flavored crisps, which. I don't know. Peppers don't have that much of like a taste when you don't like chew on a pepper. Like, so yeah. they do that. Um, but the ones I've been liking at the moment, and obviously also the other thing over here is it's not called walkers, it's Lays. Lays. Which takes you a little while to get your head around. Um, but Lays do, I think it's like a pub range and it says on the bag, good with beer. I don't know if you're allowed to do that in the UK, but they do over here. It's like a massive, like beer crisps. Like these are crisps you drink with beer. And they do, they do two. They do a chili and lime, which are unreal. Oh. And they do a buffalo chicken wing flavor, which Ooh. again are unreal. Um, we also get, and this is because I used to love rib flavored knickknacks. Yeah. Knickknacks, the spicy knick-knacks. rib ones or the sweet rib ones. Plus, yeah. Now, they don't do those over here, but they do um, Cheetos. They do yeah. a Cheeto. It's well, they're called Cheetos, but they're not Cheetos. They're actually just—it's just a bag of knickknacks, but just in a Cheetos packet. They only do them in big bags, which is very dangerous. Um, I love a flaming hot Cheeto. I can eat them, not and they're class in like crumbled on top of mac and cheese, or like oh, said, yes. on chicken or something. Um, but my my god tier crisp, and you, it's such a shame you can't get them anymore, or you can. But they're not the same. Are Brannigan's beef and mustard? mustard. Yeah, yes. Class. You bite into the crisp and it makes your nose hairs tingle. That's when you know you've got a good crisp. But they've ruined them because they're no longer in the same sort of packet. They put them in file packets now when they're they're crap. They used to come in just like a paper bag, and just the thickest, biggest crisp you'll ever see. Beef and mustard. Bite into it, and like I say, your nose hairs would tingle. Your ears would run. Like it's class. They are god tier crisps. You can't get them anymore. Yeah, you don't. Would run. Yes, don't run. But you feel it. Yes, don't um, run. That's, that's... Actually, oh, they might do. I've just thought when you said about crisps that don't exist anymore. My mm-hmm. all-time greatest, most fantastical crispy roll in the world, yo, is Builders Breakfast Walkers. And now, yes, not many people that. remember this, and it really winds us up, but it was a plate, and it had sausage as a smiley face and two fried eggs as the eyes, or, like, uh, fried mm-hmm. tomatoes. And it's when they brought out a thing. that had, like, chilli chocolate, had some sort of curry. I think they had, I think, now correct me if I'm wrong, it might have been, like, Worcester sauce was in that, it was, it was in this lineup. Well, yeah, yeah oh, but it was no, in this lineup. It was, they are, the beautiful. There was in this lineup of, like, crisps that might come you've got to vote for your favorite crisp builders uh, breakfast honestly 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 and it's making us extremely extremely hungry and emotional at the same time which is never a good idea it was like egg baked beans, the egg, bacon, yeah. sausage yeah. it was sensational but yeah crisps are a, a dangerous dangerous i mean the all scene if you get it in a big bag i started getting uh, flaming hot cheetos because they started like selling them here for a normal price rather than the stupid American oh, okay. shop prices. Yeah, yeah. So I started getting flaming hot Cheetos, and they're just sensational. I mean, you, you get them stuck in your teeth, like and mold to your teeth. You can make retainers out of what you pull out your teeth. And that, I mean, but they are unbelievable. Like 
But I hope, actually, we do need to touch on, and I need to get everyone's opinion on this, and I don't know if I've talked about it before, or I've made this conversation with someone else, crisp sandwiches, because... I was, I was now... going to say, what crisp would you put in a crisp sandwich? Well, there's that, but then there's also how you make a crisp sandwich. Now, oh, was, we'll, get, um, we'll get on to the... It was, we're having this it was conversation, the other day. I'm sure. If I, was it, it was, it was on, when it was, what, was on um, FIFA. It was, it was Chris's, Chris's girlfriend. girlfriend. Just about Amy was talking about it. How are you, how you, how you, you? I don't think you were on, Harry. Uh, no, well, I wasn't there. Maybe so we were talking about that last night because you were with them last night. So maybe in the pub. No, I don't um, know if I was. Yeah, <laughs> did have to clarify <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, make sure you do. Um, no, but I, I will, and it is frowned upon, I crunch up my crisps and then put them in and then smoosh it down with my hands to make it like ultra ultra thin and then have about an inch of butter in it on white bread. Nice. Can I be so controversial? Put them in a pot noodle as well. I... I've never had just a crisp sandwich. I've added crisps to a sandwich to give it more crunch. Yeah, yeah. But I've never had just a crisp sandwich. You know what I haven't said? Europe's changing you. I've only been here six years. I'm nearly 40. Tomato sauce sandwich sandwich. on its own. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, back when times were hard... And all you had was bread and tomato sauce. You have a tomato sauce sandwich, Harry. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer just to have bread, to be honest. You I know what it is, actually? That's not far off. Threatened. We covered this on, like, packed lunches or school dinners, but I used to have cheese and tomato sauce sandwich and then put the prawn cocktail crisps in. And, but I, I do I do the opposite. I, I would just put them in as normal mm-hmm. and then put the... I agree with Harry in the, the inch of bread, uh, inch of butter on your bread. But I put them in as normal and then crunch them down. Um, but just while I mean, while we're on Chris, because that is the scrying shatter topic, there was a couple of things you said that it's it's like sent a light bulb. So touching back on Pringles, I remember I would have been maybe nine or ten at the time. They brought out an, a pizza Pringle, like it was in a silver tube and it had like the Italian flag obviously through it. They were the best Pringles ever. And I, I like I split my lip and had stitches, and me mom like because I, I mean that was a whole ordeal. I was in hospital for about twenty eight hours or something waiting to get stitches on my lip, um, and me mom to cheer us up bought pizza Pringles, and I always remember like the dust got stuck in the stitches, oh. and it was like the most painful thing ever. <laughs> but um, not in vinegar would have been worse. Yeah, I know, but they they were really good. And then just touching on Harry's build a breakfast thing, can you remember the range that Walkers did where it was like. I can't remember if it was like, I think it was like ones throughout the world. It was like a World Cup thing, and it had like, like grilled. That was grilled squirrel. breakfast. I'm was sure like, this was. In, was this? There was no, like. A squ- I know what Ian's on about. Roasted squirrel yeah. and stuff like that. Like, and then I think that's when the ketchup crisps they've came out. They've done the as concept. Well. They've done the concept a lot of times, right? With different yeah. flavors, like they did the footballers when it was. Salt and Lenicar and Smoky Beckham and oh, yes. there was another one as well. I think it was, I don't think they did one for David Seaman. That would be right. Ready salted, um, ready salted, but it was just a picture of Michael Owen because he's that boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, they, they have done that a lot. I think they did it with takeaways, didn't they? Do like a KFC they one? Did it, yeah, they did whatever. Yeah. Um, so they have done that in the past. Why did they get Sorry, rid of it? Why, why, why did do you get rid of? It? I mean, I imagine it's expensive to produce, but. You've got to I try think, and change it up a bit. Thing I is, think the old is the, the government same. and the whole sugar tax thing, and you can't really have like games and that sort of stuff when it comes to things that are making people obese. Um, yeah, I think I think there's a big yeah. clamp down. I mean, on that still, sort of stuff. They've still they've still got monopoly at McDonald's. 
Walker's been suddenly good. If you've noticed, if you've noticed now, salads now. But the only oh, yeah. map, the monopoly oh. thing that only give you two stickers per like so when you used to get a large this is how much I absolutely <laughs> love McDonald's when you used to get a large five select meal you used to get three on your select uh, uh, three on your select box you used to get three on your drink and two on your fries now everything's just two um, but they double it up because you've got the app to do it. Um, oh, but yeah, no. yeah, you get double the, peel. You get no, you get no, you no, because the app's good though. Because as I've just done on camera, so no one saw, but I just kind of made it rain with me all my uh, Monopoly McDonald's stickers. McDonald's vouchers. Is it back on? Is it? Um, but, uh, it is, but you get a double is, peel. So like, you get your whatever you've got, right? And then you get to scan the code, and then you either get like free things. So I got a free canvas. Um, I had to pay for delivery, but I mean, the canvas was like 25 quid and I only paid like two quid delivery. Free fridge magnets. But then I also got like so many different like foods for McDonald's. <clears throat> you can, And I also won last year 10 quid in cash from Mackey D's. Wow. wow. You used, to, so you used to always get, you used to always win an apple pie. And yeah. nobody oh, gets the, the apple pie from McDonald's. Like, it's, you it's a weird use, thing. Use, no, 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 no. You used to get them, but nobody used to buy them. So they always no, used to be like there for like a month. And they'd be so no you no bite no, the top no off. not with a spoon because they used to go... come in like a this be like a Greg sausage roll man no no yes yeah, I'm saying you bite, you bite the top of the apple off pie off them. you bite you bite the top of the apple pie off and then you dip it in your milk flurry and use it as a spoon and it is the most sensational well, that, thing you could ever possibly that. do we we've we've deterred crisps. from the crisp <laughs> um, I do want to give some honourable mentions to crisps and they're all kind of the same flavour and it's the it's the salt and vinegar crisp. But the different types, I used to always love the Walker's Squares, salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar discos. Oh, I Especially yeah. when they started printing the Looney Tunes characters on them. And I don't know how, I still to this day, I don't know how they did that, but they did it. Chip, chip um, sticks. Chip sticks and French fries. Something about a French fry. Nah, They've got a thing stale. in the middle that's like... No, but the salt and vinegar one are class because they're covered in they're covered in flavouring. But yeah. they've got this thing in the middle, which is like honeycomb, but it's crisp. It's yeah. a weird French fry. I don't quite know how they make them. Um, so yeah, and then my, my second god tier is um the sweet. Is it the sweet chili? Sweet chili sensations. sensations. And we can get them over here in the class. Talking about sensations, I was just about to say that's why I shouted jubilee out of nowhere. Um, for the, was it the Jubilee? Jubilee! Or was it the Coronation? Or was it the Coronation? I can't remember. Um, but they brought, out, um, minted, oh. nah, they brought out minted... No, they brought out minted... Uh, mint and, like, mint sauce and lamb. And it was... They did that a long time ago. Yeah, they did that. They did that did a long, that, long time ago. Oh, did Very, very good, uh, yeah. No, they, yeah, and then they did it recently. And when I was used to work at Aldi, they sold out like that. And there was another one that was just left. But the section for that in the specials was just gone. Absolute sensational crisp. Um, my last honourable mentions because we're we're, we're mm-hmm. pushing time here. Um, flame steak, flame grilled steak McCoys, they're really good. Yes. Um, and I never used to like these two as a kid, but when I used to buy them for Joey and he used to leave them, I was just like, oh, I'll have them. Watsits and Quavers, um, they were really good as well. So they're my honourable mentions. McCoys, um, the green packet. Not the not the dark green. It's like a light green. I, I cannot remember what they were called. Um, I can't remember the name of the flavor, but it was like a a Thai something. Thai, Thai, Thai sweet chicken. Curry or Thai sweet chicken. Yeah, that was it. They are 
they are pretty dangerous as well. They're good as well. Luckily, they only come in small bags. Um, But yeah. Uh, Let us know via the Gallagher Shots Twitter page what your favourite crisps are. And if anyone works at Walker's or has built his breakfast, give them to me. We do need sponsors. So yeah, give us us some Walker's Builders breakfast crisps as well. Um, And also, um, do you open your crisps upside down? Do you not? Has anybody ever, and I don't think anyone would have done this, but has anybody ever got a multi-pack of crisps, opened every single bag of them and dipped them into the big baggie at the multi-pack and just had at them? No. But not, that's, my not, bro- that's not a confession, by the way. I've not done that myself. But I've mixed them in a sandwich. I've mixed them in a sandwich before. So like, I'll get different flavours and put them in a sandwich, which is decent. What um, was the, my... In your multi-packs when you were a kid, what was the flavour that was always last? Is everyone's already salt? Oh, already okay. salted, yeah. I like a ready salted crisp. I think a ready salted crisp is brilliant. I used to like, like a shake and salt. You don't get that I was just, I was, you do over here. Me, me nephew absolutely loves them, but they're really pointless because you get like it's that more much salt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my brother and I've noticed Sophie does it with packet of crisps. They'll either like they do this thing where they'll like you know like a magician where he pokes his hanky through his like through his hand. <laughs> Doesn't look like. <laughs> <laughs> just realised what it looks like I'm doing. Sorry, audio listeners. And um, where like they'll so he makes makes like a circle and like you'll push his crisp pack and it makes like this weird ball or they'll like flatten it right out, roll it down and then tie it in a knot. And they finish with the crisp. Do you remember? Pack. Did people uh, at school used to make triangles? Yeah, yeah. And used to hide them at you. Yeah, off your Yeah, and I've been ninja stars. Ninja star. Yeah. Anyway, we will move on to our final topic, and we'll keep this one quite short. I think it should be should be a short one. This, um, obviously, it's the international break, and yet again, there has been one or two Newcastle players overlooked uh, when it comes to. Um, and Nelly said Gareth Bale, Gareth Southgate's selection, um, and if Gareth Bale was picking it, it would probably be even worse. Um, and we're talking about today Newcastle players that haven't made the England squad whilst they've played for Newcastle. Who potentially should? Um, yeah, it's it's a weird one because I think a lot of these names are going to be more of the the current players, but there are one or two from the past who didn't get a sniff, who maybe should have done. Um, I'll start the ball rolling with a couple of names. Uh, I'm not going to pick any of the new the newer teams, but I think for me, John Joe Shelby was one Agreed. of the players. So yes, he has played for England in the past. But I believe John Joe Shelby probably played some of his best football when he played for us. But I think yeah. it was because we were in the championship and potentially because we had been relegated. He just never got a look in. And also, to be fair, England's defence at the time, uh, sorry, England's midfield at the time was pretty decent. Um, and then we had the youngsters who are now all kind of, you know, our set in stone defenders coming through. So maybe he didn't get a sniff for a reason, but I think John Joe Shelby should have at least made the squad while he was a Newcastle player. And I'm sure when he played for Liverpool, or maybe it's even Portsmouth, was it he played for? Charlton. Was it Charlton? I'm sure he went somewhere else. Did he not go to a a Welsh team as well? Swansea. Swansea. Went to Swansea, that was it. Um, He was at Swansea for ages, I don't know where we got him from as well. Yeah, I I, I don't (laughs) know why I would think it was Portsmouth. It's not even in Wales. Took me a while as well. Not according to that map. Not according, yeah, not according to that Brentford map, but we'll, we'll save that for another day. So, yeah, I think John Joe Shelby, um, just to give another shout-out, I think, and again, he's a current player, but he's been with us for so long. Jamal Lascelles, back when he was he was coming through, a lot of people thought he should have 
Also got agree. Call up Stephen Taylor. Maybe he's not so much, but he was still. There was a point in his career where people were like he's going to be the next John Terry because mm. he was quite decent, and then he started banging on with like, you know, waving in front of referees' faces and pretending Jumping to be shot in front by of snipers. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's not so much. And then, you know, there's there's been a couple of goalkeepers, and and I think, you know, Fraser Forster, I think was he wasn't too young to get an England call up, but he was not used enough by us to warrant that. But I believe he was probably good enough. And then, you know, Freddie Woodman was another one who, yeah, you've got in the youth side, got in. Carl Darlow had, I think Carl Darlow yeah. went through it. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of these, I mean, I agree with you completely, Scott, because when, when I heard about this topic, I was like, I don't have a clue, to be honest. But then, like, Dwight Gale, Jamal LaSalle's, um, mm-hmm. John Joe Shelby, Darlow, yes, it was a championship, but they went through very, very, very good, like, uh, bits of form in that season. Not just yeah. to a championship standard, though, like, it wasn't just because we were in the championship. And it would probably be nice to see. I've always wanted to see a change in the England squad. It's always the same. I mean, especially with this knob in charge at the minute. But it's always the same players and there's no change. And international break is boring as out. So why don't just... I mean, when we're coming up against Moldova and teams like that, it's probably a given we're going to go up, like uh, getting the uh, Europe um, in the Euros, sorry. But just give it a go. Try new players and... Like that's what they haven't done over the years, unfortunately. I mean, mm-hmm. I was surprised when Andros Townsend got a shout. Yeah, yeah. A few absolutely. years back, I was surprised at that. Um, but it just hasn't happened really much for us since. I mean, we're, we're hosting the twenty twenty eight. Is that the next Euros after the one that's going to yes. happen? Or is there, yeah, so like we're not even going to need to qualify for that. We no, get in as so... hosts. What happens there? I've never. I don't think. So I've yeah, what happens there? Do we play still? The... They were speaking about it that um because obviously it's a five there's five teams. Yeah. So we have to still go through qualification, oh. but they hold I think they hold two spots for the teams that don't qualify. Um as like so say for example, the the likelihood is we'll qualify probably Scotland, the yeah, way they're going, they Scotland, they haven't yeah. proved. So out of the other three, I think they hold two qualification spots because um, literally all I have on is, is Sky Sports News. But I agree with you. I think it's it's a mixture of when we had the decent English players, it was a cross between we were in the championship. Mm-hmm. And, for example, Kevin Nolan, I know he oh, was he, in, he was in the championship the first time, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I thought he, he was decent. Um, but at that time, he had the likes. He still had Gerard Lampard. Michael Carrick. Um, I think it's just a case of unfortunate timing. I think, but to touch on what Harry said, it's it is frustrating because you'll have every manager that comes in, he'll say, "Oh, I pick players on based on their performance. They need to be playing currently for the for the squad, um, for the club teams." And you've got to look no further than the, the squad that he's literally just called up. So Nick yeah. Pope, we we know his limitations in terms of his playing from his feet, and I think. Southgate does like a keeper that can play with his feet. But statistically, if you look, he kept five clean sheets in the build-up to this squad. And and that one of them was against Man City, one of them was against AC Milan. So it's not like we've kept it against yeah. like Burton Albion. Um, Pickford, I don't know if he's kept a clean sheet this season. He might kept one. Ramsdale's not even playing for his club, and they've got in ahead of them. So, yeah. And then it's the same with, and people are laughing. I've seen people put like other podcasts from like the um, people that don't watch Newcastle. 
you've got to look no further than Sean Longstaff. He has changed how we play in midfield. We look very, very shaky since he's come back. Yes, he's not a glamorous name. Yes, he's not world-class like Steven Gerrard. But he does his role absolutely superbly. And then you've got yeah. people like Calvin Phillips, who, granted, he's a decent player, but he played something like seventy odd. Played seventy odd minutes of football in the last <laughs> yeah. year. Like, and how, he was obese. He got called up when he was obese last year, didn't he? Like, I think he came in a training uh-huh. obese, and then how can I mean, you say that called up with Kai Osaka this year, and he was injured? He was injured, yeah. And he's had to go home like, anyway. Like we knew uh-huh. he was injured Gordon. beforehand. Gordon, exactly. Yeah. He's had a player of the tournament in the under twenty one Euros. He's he had in her deck a stat man deck. He had in like in I think it was five of the last seven goals we had scored, he had a direct involvement in like give players a chance, like what Harry was saying. You you're coming up against like Moldova and Kazakhstan and mm-hmm. like Kosovo or whoever. Like you you should win those games. Give to like even this international break. We're playing freaking Australia in a friendly. It doesn't mean anything. Just chuck chuck someone in. Like I get you have to have a group of core players. The likes of I hate to say it, Maguire, but he has Trips. done well in mm-hmm. in those the last two big tournaments. He has been a major feature. I get that you have core players similar to what you would have at Newcastle with the leadership. It's leadership, group. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But why not? Like chance the likes of Sean Longstaff, Anthony Gordon, fucking Dan Byrne. Like even actually a, an obscure shout who I thought could have got one is Isaac Hayden. For us, for a long yeah, time, yeah. he was a very, very good midfielder, and he like exactly what you said about Sean Longstaff. He wasn't at the level Sean Longstaff is now, but he did his role how it should be done, and there was mm-hmm. no, there was nothing about he just that, that was his role and that's what he did for you. There's Same as Harry Maguire. Calls for Hayden at the time as well. I remember like people were saying that like, he should be going in. Um, yeah, it, I don't think it's anything that's going to change anytime soon. Maybe if we get a bit of success in our future, that might change. Maybe you know if we so solidify stupid. ourselves in the Champions League, way, that will change. It? It's it's absolutely ridiculous it's how but, it happens. But it... unfortunately, it, it you know I'm not. I don't want to put a tin file hat on here, but I don't think Gareth Southgate picks most of those players. I think there's more going on behind the scenes to get those players into those squads, which you know I'm not going to touch too much into, but I don't think he has the final say uh, when it comes to this sort of thing. I think the FA maybe step in every now and again. You'll say he doesn't as much as he wants, but I'm pretty certain things like that happen. Um, is there anyone else that anyone wants to bring up before we wrap this episode up? Um... <sighs> Castle United, who should get a call up for I mean, England. Did, I think we've kind of done Cole, it. Really. Did Andy Cole get a, get a call? I know he did when he played for Man U, and he actually didn't do very well for England. But when he played for us, obviously, he was, what, top goal scorer in the Premier League um, for that, it was a one season uh, that he was with us before he moved over. Like, I don't know if he, he even got in there, because you had the likes of Teddy Sheringham, Ed Les Ferdinand, um, obviously, Shearer was up and coming as well. Not quite solidified, yeah, but he was he was there. Um, I don't know if Andy Cole ever got a look at when he played for us. I can't remember. Let us know via the uh, Gallagher Shots Twitter. In a few years' time, sorry, just I know you've gone mm. back in time there, but in a few years' time, that's when you're going to probably see more of our squad coming through because we're investing a lot in the youth and a lot of English youth as well. You've got Lewis yeah. Hall, Tino. You're bringing these players in who are going to work their way through the ranks and then Probably be there for England to be the next. There's also Anderson and Miley. 
he'll probably say yeah, yeah. at the minute he's Scottish but because he's not played a senior competitive game he could still be English but he, I'm sure that's he pull out of a recent game yeah the last call up he, he got injured um, and that's when all the talk started but then they were saying the opposite would happen with uh, Harvey Barnes Harvey so Barnes. he could potentially We've also got um, who's that right back that we bought Livermore no, the other oh, one from Harrison West Ham. Ashby. Harrison Ashby. He's, uh, he's Welsh, he's isn't he? Is he Scottish? No, he's, oh, okay. he's Scottish as well. Yeah. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, we're going to obviously think the likes of Anthony Gordon. I don't know. Maybe it's his reputation. That should be sooner rather than later. That is, that is the, the problem there. Which was probably the same with when, why John Joe Shelby never got a look in because of his reputation. You know, it wasn't a bad reputation. There's a lot of players that have played for England that have a bad reputation, though. Exactly. You've yeah, had a lot of controversial true. stuff that go on true. that play for yeah. England. Yeah. Well, we will leave it there. Um, boys, it's been a pleasure. It's good to see you all again. Not behind a digital yeah. football pitch on FIFA. Um, yeah, let us know via the Gallagher Shots Twitter account your thoughts on everything we've discussed today. We didn't touch on everything off-field, but... Like I said, we're trying to keep these episodes a little bit shorter than what they usually are. Um, if you have enjoyed this, just give us a five-star rating or whatever podcast service you are listening to. Um, and if you want to find us on YouTube, we'll just call Gallagher Shots on there. Give us a subscribe. And if you want to go one step further, you can become a member. It's $2.99 a month. That gets you early access to videos as well as access to the Telegram and Discord groups. Um, that Telegram group on the night of the PSG game. I believe they all had a, a get-together as well uh, in Shiraz on that night, before and after the game. Uh, so, obviously, yeah. there's a you know a few social aspects going on as well. If, you, if you're wanting to find people to go for pints with before or after the game, you know that, that, tele, that Telegram group is the place to find them. Um, I think they've, um, just touching on that, they've, mm-hmm. they've organised well in advance. I think it's the Luton game at home, so it's February, like a like oh, a okay. big, big meet-up. Um, so you've got members from all, I was going to say all parts of the globe, but I think it's just all parts of England, because I don't think anyone from Australia would really fly over just for night the big market. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's really, really good community that we've Why got grown. You, sh- you should be flying over for a night in the big market. It's cl- well, I don't know if it's still class, but it used to be class. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, just just to end it, if if you do want these episodes longer, because we are the, I feel we are the people's podcast on the Gallagher Trucks <laughs> channel, and I genuinely kind of believe the numbers this turns out. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, we obviously all started this just neither could I when Chris told us yesterday. Or something to do, but it, see, people seem to really like us just chatting about uh, drivel. But uh, about crisps, if, about crisps. If you do want it longer, then just at Chris or the Gallagher Shots channel on Twitter and just say, "Yeah, stop cutting canny chatter short." Mainly because these, this is the only time I actually speak to real people. So um, I, I need, I need these sessions. If I'm honest, it's like my therapy. So just tell Chris, <laughs> to keep, keep keep at two hours. It's Hashtag always been the case. Two hour chatter. chatter. There you go. Yeah. And no one's going to message up. But anyway, if you do, yeah, let me know. Um, thanks, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Hopefully, much. it won't be too long before the next one. Um, I'm just thinking when it comes to like, maybe we could do it in the studio when I'm over for the. Uh, yes. For the Dortmund game. Yes. That would be good. Yes. We'll maybe just record so it as well. Better. Do a little special. Let's do that. Um, I'll see if I can yes. get away one night. Because I'm, I'm, I'm there for a few days. 
but I'm there for a few days. I'm there. I'm there until the weekend, so uh, we can we can get something arranged. And maybe Absolutely. you know, Wi-Fi and next time. Hello, can I just say, Ian, your Wi-Fi is spot on today. Has it, has it, has yeah. it been good? Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, moving it up from behind that metal plant pot has done it and wonders. Not in, encaged with a door and a doorstop and in a, in a doorstop and everything. Yeah. Who yeah. would have thought? Oh, for those that don't know, Ian pretty much gave his Wi-Fi cataracts. Um, or the equivalent of cataracts where he blocked it into a point where the signal was probably Hold going on. up out the door. Ian Sorry. did? Well, it's, it's your housemate. Well, Ian's household. <laughs> Might as well have had it in a nuclear bunker, but you it's on its nice... Off, yeah, no. It's on its nice little table. It's it's breathing. It's It's got space to run around. So yeah. hopefully... Just, it, just ignore the headaches and when Joey grows a fifth arm, fifth arm a third arm <laughs> just ignore those as well um that's just the wi-fi radiation that's perfectly normal we've all got that anyways no we will see you all in the next one have a good one thanks everybody Tada. see you later Podcast Network.